Hi, this is Mark Rabin. Welcome to episode 177 of Lean Blog Audio. It is January 30th, 2017. Cedar fever is killing me, a form of allergies, but here I am with today's post. It's titled Lean as Redesign and Continuous Improvement for Organizations or a Blog. I want to first give a reminder that you can enter to win sets of lean books, including my book, Lean Hospitals, through a contest sponsored by StoreSmart. You can do so through January 31st. You can find a link to enter the contest by going to leanblog.org audio177. And you can find the blog post and all of the links and everything I reference at that same address, leanblog.org audio177. Now, lean sometimes gets, I think, an unfair rap that it's only a method for incremental improvement. See this uh, article, for example, it's titled Limits of Lean, Transformative Care Redesign Must Go Beyond Typical Lean-Based Improvements. Now, I think the author is being fair in distinguishing between what's typically done and what should be done. Now, the phrase lean transformation gets thrown around a lot and for good reason. I mean, that should be the goal. We shouldn't incrementally improve a fundamentally broken system or organization. Doing the wrong thing slightly better isn't the path to success, I agree. And I've been fortunate to be involved in some very transformative lean efforts in healthcare organizations. The dual pillars and, and what are called the equally important pillars of the Toyota Way management system are one, continuous improvement, two, respect for people. And I generally think of continuous improvement to mean the Kaizen model of everybody improving everywhere and every day. And I've linked to a video from uh, Masaki Amai about this. Now, much of the focus, rightfully so, is on the frontline staff and leaders driving small improvements. But this Kaizen model, shown in the post, adapted from the Toyota Way field book, is adapted by Franciscan St. Francis Health, and it's included in our book, Healthcare Kaizen. This model emphasizes, as MI does, that there are three different levels of Kaizen. You can think of it as small Kaizen, medium Kaizen, and large Kaizen. MI would call the large Kaizen efforts system Kaizen. Now, management is more responsible for the system level Kaizen or more radical improvements. The Japanese word Kaikaku gets used to mean radical Kaizen or radical improvement where Kaizen is translated often to mean just good change, not necessarily continuous improvement. The New England Journal of Medicine website article says, quote, citing the successes of a few organizations, some healthcare leaders treat lean thinking and methods as optimally positioned to drive major leaps in quality, cost savings, engagement of patients and employees, and even population health. Regrettably, limited evidence supports these high expectations, end of quote. Now, I've seen major leaps in quality, uh, for, for example, such as Dr. Richard Shannon and his colleagues dramatically reducing central line infections in a few different organizations using very basic lean methods. And there's a chart in the blog post from the University of Pennsylvania that shows infections almost immediately dropping from about 12 uh, per month to just one or two. This wasn't just minor incremental improvement. Now, I guess there isn't enough in the academic literature to convince people that lean can drive transformative results. Now, I could nitpick that article or discuss the weaknesses in academic literature reviews, but that's a blog post for a different day. So let's talk about lean. Kaizen and Kaikaku and more Kaizen. 
When I worked in the Hospital Lean Consulting Group at Johnson & Johnson, we did 12 to 16 week projects that were intended to transform a department or value stream. The goal was usually to improve key performance measures by redesigning and reinventing systems, usually aiming for 30 to 50% initial improvement. In a typical lab project, and I've posted a link to a PDF case study, we'd teach a team of lab staff and managers how to analyze and understand their current state. Spaghetti diagrams like those below weren't used, were not, I want to emphasize, were not used to blame staff for being inefficient. We'd ask questions like, what takes you away from the real work? And we'd brainstorm ways to reduce those problems in the short term or the longer term. I've led similar efforts with hospitals, um, nurses and staff who were trying to understand their current state in the context of lean design activities that were trying to reinvent spaces and processes for new construction that was planned. Now, we were never trying to jump to solutions. As a consultant, I wasn't bringing in prepackaged solutions. I was bringing in a methodology. We studied the current state and took that learning, along with a better understanding of customer goals and needs, to go through cycles of Kaizen and Kaikaku, and then more Kaizen. See, Kaikaku doesn't exactly roll off the tongue, allergies or otherwise. Now, studying the current state often meant looking at the big picture, using methods like value stream mapping to get customer input and break down silos. It's a classic lean lesson that you shouldn't automate a bad process. You also shouldn't just tweak a bad process. So in these projects, we go through cycles of first Kaizen, identifying things that could be improved today, tweaking the current state in a way that was helpful. An example would be 5Sing the current workspace or setting up a basic Kanban system that helps save time and improve efficiency and quality. And then Kaikaku. While we were making short-term improvements, partly to demonstrate that Lean was helpful, we'd be working on the longer-term reinvention and redesign of the system. In hospital labs, this would include changing the physical layout and flow of the lab. It wasn't about working faster in the old system. We were inventing a better one. Then Kaizen. The key to sustaining results that come from redesign or radical improvement is to keep improving. That's why through these projects, I'd focus on teaching department managers and hospital leaders how to engage people in ongoing continuous improvement. No redesign effort, no matter how much we planned and tested and iterated, ever, left to, uh, ever led to a perfect design. We'd have to tweak and adjust. I think that's the lean spirit. This process would include team huddles, Kaizen boards, performance measures, and more. And you can even apply the Kaizen process to improving the way huddles are done as you run your operations after the redesign. The improvement never ends. So let's talk finally about Kaizen, redesign, and Kaizen of leanblog.org. Now, every few years, and I started this blog in 2005, every few years there are reasons to do a redesign of my blog for technical reasons and uh, design usability trends. Now, a few years ago, I updated the WordPress theme that I used to one that was quote unquote responsive so that readers who visit the site on mobile devices, which is now 30% of my blog's traffic, got a consistent look and feel as you would on a computer. Now, I also try to continually improve the blog over time to make it more interesting, load faster, etc. I'm going through this process now where within a few weeks, you'll see a leanblog.org site that looks different and hopefully it's a change for the better. In working with a blog consultant, their current state analysis uncovered some things that I could Kaizen immediately. So those have been implemented. 
For example, the site already loads a bit faster on mobile devices by removing some unnecessary code from the pages. So now I wait on the redesign, the Kaikaku process. Then the cycles of continuous improvement will never end. And I hope you enjoy the improvements. I enjoy the process. Um, so to learn more and to uh, read this post and see the links, you can go to leanblog.org audio 177.